another episode of Girl Look. Hey y'all, welcome back. Today, I don't even know what episode this is. I say that every single time. I don't know what episode this is. We just gonna roll with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today, we have a special guest. Yes. And I would like to introduce my very good friend, Amin. It's me. Goddess Amin. Um, tell the people what you do, where they can find you. Absolutely. Um, my name is Amin, like she stated. You can find me on Instagram at Goddess Amin B. And uh, my business page, Solaris Collective, I am a spiritualist, a feminine healer, yoga instructor, and intuitive reader. So that's where you can find me and all of the things that I do. So today we have a very, very good combo planned. Um, We're going to dive into divine feminine energy. Um, And this is also for the fellas out there too, because there's divine masculine as well. Okay. So we're going to get into all of that. But I want to start, um, I just wrote down like some basic questions that we can kind of go through and, you know, we'll go from there. Um, But I think that this convo can kind of really resonate with our audience. Um, So we hope that it does. But girl, we're going to get into it today. All the way. All the way. Okay. (laughs) Um, So my first question is just going to be, can you explain um, what divine feminine energy is? For sure. Um, Just to give a basics. So, divine feminine energy is the complementary energy to masculine. So, if you think anything, everything on earth has duality. So, if you think yin and yang, yin would be the feminine energy. If you think um, soft and hard, soft would be the feminine energy. Mm -hmm. If you think um, work and pleasure, pleasure would be the feminine energy. So anything that is soft, anything that brings you closer to the energy of receptivity, the energy of receiving. Um, You think of a plug on a wall, super simple. The plug is the masculine, the receiving part in the wall is the feminine. Um, So it it plays out in all aspects of our lives um, and it's not anything that is um, super complicated to think about, especially if you just observe it in your everyday mm-hmm. life. So mm-hmm. even just like the trees, the water, the moon, um, anything that is, again, just softer in its energy, like the sun gives off its rays. So it's, it's doing something, it's activating, it's making the trees grow. But the moon is more so soft, receptive. That's why at nighttime you kind of feel that energy of mm-hmm. um, settling Relax, down yeah. but in on Sundays especially or the weekend you're like I have to do these things I have to do these things so it kind of just plays itself out um, in all aspects of life but when it comes to us as beings as humans we all have both energies so we have feminine energy and we have masculine our feminine energy is the side that is again more receptive um, a little bit laid back, a little bit more softer. Our masculine side is like the go-getter energy. So think uh, when you go to work or you're working on a project or you're working on a whatever is, Mm -hmm. you know, calling to you in that moment, think you would tap into your more masculine energy. You wouldn't just wait around for it to happen. Right. 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 So it's kind of a a general synopsis of what it is. Um, It's kind of hard to pinpoint exactly what it is because there's no, like, definition in the, the, you know, yeah. The dictionary for it, but it, it it's an energy and it expresses itself throughout our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of started for me because I had a reading with you, I think over, it's almost been a year now or a little over a year. Um, and at that particular time in my life, I have was about to turn 25. So it's that like textbook, like, okay, I feel different now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, things are, things are changing. But also I think I was just in a phase of life where I was settling more into a... 
I felt like I was walking more into womanhood, if that made sense. So, like, my whole life up until then, I had been working and, like, doing all these things. I'm, like, hustling, trying to work and school and all kind of all kind of stuff. Um, but then in that particular time, I really just kind of sat back and was like, I want to be more girly. You know, I want to mm-hmm. be more, I, I, yeah. I feel different. And I really couldn't explain it. And I had a reading with you and you talked about uh, the divine, like, feminine energy and different things like that. And I was like... Maybe I need to look into this because I think that's kind of like the shift that I was going through at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, like you really, I had never really heard of you know, or even like thought about the concept of that. I just was going based off of what, oh, what, you, what it resonated yeah, for you it, at the time. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I, I couldn't necessarily put into words what the transition I was going into either. So, um, I guess a good question from there would be: Why is it important that I won't even just say as women, but people in general start to embrace that feminine energy. And I think because so often, especially as women, like we get told like, oh, you have to, you have to work harder. You have to do this. You have to, you know, Mm -hmm. be assertive. You can't be soft. You can't be all these things um, in order to get what you want. But now I'm like, that's not necessarily true. It's so much easier. That's not, that's not necessarily true. And that doesn't resonate with me, Mm -hmm. certainly. So I think why is it important that we start to kind of change the shift in in the thinking that we have, you know, around that? Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'll take it from a grander scheme of things down to like personal. Yeah. So on a grander scheme of things in our world, of course, we already know without saying it's very patriarchal. It's very masculine, mm-hmm. um, and we put ourselves as you know energies as people as humans, whatever in those automatically masculine standpoints. There's no space for the feminine. And so on a grander scheme of things, I think now especially we are going from a more masculine standpoint to more so integrating the feminine. Things are becoming balanced. And of course, when you bring balance into something, something has to fall. So you just observe the earth. Like, okay, all of these things are happening with the earth. All these things are happening with politics and politicians. Mm -hmm. Things are not making sense. So it's like... In order for us to bring ourselves back into balance, just from a humanity standpoint, things have to change, and they are changing. Mm-hmm. Is that is that change? Does it feel good? Absolutely not. I don't think no change feels good feels in good. any yeah. in any especially capacity. Not at the time, right? Yeah. Especially not at the time because you don't realize that it's serving your greater right. good. Mm-hmm. Um, but on just a more individual landscape, I think that. Because we know this, because we are aware of the patriarchal and just the super masculine lives that we lead, when we begin to step into feminine energy, um, it just feels like, it feels unbeknownst to you. It feels foreign. It feels Mm -hmm. like I shouldn't be doing that. Mm -hmm. And we've been told our entire lives, like, okay, you have to work as hard as a man or even harder. Or you have to compete or especially compete with other women or compete with, you know, your classmates or your co-workers because mm-hmm. you want to make it into this world or whatever the case in the lives we tell ourselves. And I'm rolling my eyes because right. it's annoying. It is. Right? <laughs> it's, it's, I'm it's, listening. I'm like, that's been me. That's- it's annoying. And so it's important for us to not overindulge in that because one we make lives harder for ourselves especially as women if you identify as a woman it's so much easier for you to just reside in your feminine energy and let things flow to you yes there's an aspect of work yes there's an aspect of desire and drive and aspiration but I think that is really key for us to learn how and when to use our masculine and how and when to use our feminine Mm -hmm. energy um, and we again, in order for you to be a 
balance divine feminine you have to acknowledge your masculine like right. you have to acknowledge the parts of yourself that of yourself that wants to you know that has dreams that has aspirations you have that drive to do certain things in your life that doesn't mm-hmm. mean that those things are bad but it does become bad when you're bringing yourself out of balance right and you're spending too much time doing one aspect or the other so an example if you're spending way too much time in your feminine energy sometimes that energy goes dormant you can become lazy you can you can become stagnant you can become at pause like okay you're just floating around right, it's floating you're just drifting with the wind and like there's <laughs> there's no direction yeah. there's no direction to your energy there's no there's no um funneling like what are you tunneling your energy into Mm -hmm. and so we already know what it looks like if you're too dedicated in your masculine you're just working you're hard you're 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 tough you're exterior you you probably don't get your hair done your nails done or whatever you you look crazy you feel crazy like you You feel crazy because you feel you feel very masculine you Mm -hmm. don't feel put together um, you don't have a routine. You don't have. You don't go for a massage. You don't take care of yourself. A lot of those things play a part um, in both of the energies. Yeah, and so. I think that's why that balance is important too. Especially, you know, um, when we talk about like routine and different things like that. Even now, like I, I have to. I've been struggling trying to create a routine that kind of fit, like fits it within my life now. Especially like with work. So even. We were talking about in the last episode how I took these last few days off of work to be like, okay, you know what? If you want to be a better you, we need to start figuring some things out mm-hmm. in terms of what do we want to do? What does that look like? What does it look like if I go to a Pilates class on a Sunday? What does that look like mm-hmm. if, you know, during the middle of my day, I go walk around the park? Or, you know, mm-hmm. anything like that um, and trying to achieve that balance. So I think that's one of the reasons why I think finding balance within that is mm-hmm. so important. And it's not the easiest yeah. Um, you know, I'll say it's not the easiest for me. Never is. <laughs> right. It never is. Right. Nothing nothing good comes easy, mm-hmm. you know. Um so but I, I think that that's definitely important. So mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it also kinda reminds you to be true to yourself and your inner needs. Like yeah. me, I try to like practice self care. it doesn't yeah. happen every week. Right, it doesn't but happen all the time. When it does happen, I feel closer. I feel better connected within me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, whether that's running a hot bath, you know, on Thursday nights, I'm going to run a hot bath. I'm going to have my glass of wine. You know, I'm going to really, like, take care of myself. I'm going to moisturize. I'm going to exfoliate. I'm going to do yeah, all of these all things. Of the things. Yeah, right. all the things that make me feel mm-hmm. like, you know, me. And I feel right. like I, I identify with that. Um, it's funny because I remember when I first learned about the divine, like, feminine energy, it was from Mac Miller because he came yeah, out the album. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I was so, like, everything he talked about in the album, I'm like, this is the type of woman, like, That's I want to be. Exactly. The woman he was describing, I was like, I need to be her. Yeah. I need to be her. And I remember I had changed my Twitter handle and everything. I was like, yes, I it was divine. You resonated <laughs> good with that. Yes. But you yeah. know what? And I think that's so important, too, because, like I was saying earlier, like, it can't, I came to a point in my life where I was like, okay what does the woman that Ashley wants to be look like? Mm-hmm. And what do I need to do in order to become that woman? Mm-hmm. So even like going back to these past couple of days, I'm like, yo, what do I, like, this is the vision of I have of myself. What can I do to support that? Mm-hmm. What can I do to, to start, start showing, showing up, up as her, as her mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's super important. And that album really did put it into perspective because yes. it, it really was I didn't album. catch on to that album until later on in the game. Really? But you Re- caught on. But yeah, yeah I, I, it, it, was, it was after he transitioned, of course. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, so like there's a whole album dedicated yes. to this? Yes. Like, where the hell have I been? Thank but, you, Ariana Grande, for supporting him through yes. this time because that's how we got to where we are today. Good for you, Period. Miss Ponytail. Miss Ponytail. 
<laughs> but no, no, no. Even going to that point, um, I think sometimes, or something that was difficult for me, um, outside of just like self-care, was just like figuring out what it was that was going to aid me in like my divine feminine journey. I don't want that to sound cliche, but um, so what are some things that people can do in order to kind of tap into that, whether that be self-care, whether that be, you know, like what different avenues are available to not only women, but men too, in order to kind of tap into yeah, that. Yeah, exactly what you said. Like taking the moment to rest, mm-hmm. taking moments to slow down. Um, I think that us as a society, by acknowledging the need of self-care and self-maintenance, um, that is the, an aspect of the divine feminine because it's saying, hey, we need to slow down. Hey, we need to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to take care of our mental health. Like we need to address these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, the opposite side of that, you know, it doesn't acknowledge that as important. So it looks like you know, if it, even from a spiritual standpoint, and it could look different. So if you're just talking mundane every day, it could look like taking a bath. It could look like making sure you um, exfoliate and do the things that make you feel good. Whatever that looks like for you in each day today. I don't think that we always have to reserve it for a week of uh, mm-hmm. a, a day out of the week. Like I think that is even healthier for us to develop that. Okay, what does my habit look like every mm-hmm. day? Every day. Um, and it doesn't have to be extensive, or it could be very extensive, depending on the time and the lifestyle that you lead. Um, but from a spiritual standpoint, I believe that it has a lot to do with the slowing down and meditation mm-hmm. um, and journaling and really taking the time to figure out where you are mentally. Because, of course, we can do all of these self-care practices on the day-to-day or a week-to-week basis, but it, it does nothing if you're not really addressing what's going on in Inside. your inner, right. in your heart, in your For mind, sure. in your body, in your existence. So um, a lot of the things, the times we see people practicing self-care and it's just for an Instagram post. or It's, it's like right. empty. It's, it's very empty. It's not, it doesn't have any depth. It doesn't mm-hmm. have any meaning. And so it's like we want to get out of the aspect of, performance self-care is what I call it like mm-hmm. you're just performing because that's what that's you the feel thing to do that's you know? the thing to do that's, what, that's you, what you think will make you feel better that's what you think right. will make you feel better and, and and those are exactly the two reasons and mm-hmm. so if you're really addressing your divine feminine energy it calls for some deeper work it calls mm-hmm. for some shadow work mm-hmm. it calls for you to ask yourself those hard questions mm-hmm. about your relationships about your childhood about your parenting style if you're a parent um, you know, about your interactions at work or whatever the case may be. I really do believe that a, a core, the core of acknowledging your divine feminine energy and being a feminine woman is really just giving yourself the time and the space to acknowledge your emotions mm-hmm. and to honor yourself and honor mm-hmm. your space and to learn how to advocate for yourself in a way that is not combative and in a way that is going to serve you at the end of the day. Right. And I th- it's so funny that you bring that word up because um, that's something that um, I've been more focused on it, just like honoring self. Um, and even within those practices, even, even within my own kind of mindset, it's how am I going to honor the practices that I've set forth? How am I honoring myself? I'm making mm-hmm. sure that I'm, you know, whether it's, you know, journaling or meditation. And honestly, even going to that, it's so hard for me to meditate. Mm-hmm. I do not know why. If you have tips for meditation, go yeah. spread that for people because I need it. I have trouble, and I used to do this all the time, especially, like, journaling, cool. Got that down pack. I've been doing that my whole life. I love doing it. Um, admittedly, I don't do it as often as I probably should, but um, 
I think when it, it's so hard for me, especially because my mind moves at like mm-hmm. 24, Baby, 80 million miles a minute. Listen, Don't, I know for sure. Listen, I'm a practitioner and but, I still. <laughs> listen, and, and you know, even having to find the time to just like settle down, clear my and mind. Center. Mm-hmm. And center, honestly. And center, it's so hard because I do not, I, I don't know what it is with me and meditation, but I cannot get it down packed for, to, to save my life. So, do you have like some meditation tips or techniques that have helped you or that you've seen have helped, you know, other people yeah, kind um, of do that? I think one, it starts with just giving yourself grace, right? Like if you've mm-hmm. never if had a meditation practice before, allow yourself to be okay with the fact that you might sit there for 10 minutes and you're still thinking. Right. <laughs> that might happen for you. Because I'd be sitting there the whole time like, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it right. right? I'm like, First okay. of all, that's that's the masculine. So let's take that into consideration mm-hmm. of this whole thing of I have to do it right. I have to, it has to look a certain way. And it doesn't. It doesn't have to look any type of way as long as it serves you at the end of the day. Um, and meditation doesn't have to be you sitting down for 15 minutes and just sitting there with your eyes closed or chanting or whatever. It doesn't have to be that. It could be as simple as you just, like you said, mentioned before, taking a, a mindful walk um, and not going through the the motions in your mind it could just it could be as simple as that it could be sometimes meditation looks like a person practicing yoga that's a moving meditation because Mm -hmm. you're setting your intention on your breath and your movement Um, but if you are sitting down and you're wanting to find stillness in your mind and your body just by sitting in meditation I would say to uh, find something to focus on focus Mm -hmm. on your breath focus on the inhales and the exhales as long as you need to do that. And um, if you do come into a space and time where, you know, your mind starts to drift, just bring yourself bring right yourself back, back to, to the inhales mm-hmm. and the exhales. That's truly what the practice is. It's not to stop thinking because your brain won't, won't stop it won't thinking. Stop thinking yes, if you're like, <laughs> right. And if it does, you're about to pass out. So, like, over with. So not right. you're, you're done. So you, it's it's totally fine if you you drift away, but the whole purpose of meditation is to learn how to come back to whatever you're holding your attention to. Um, I know when I first started my meditation practice, of course it was hard because and they call it a practice for a reason because you're practicing. Right, you have to actively. Do yeah, it. so I would put on um, a metronome, just mm-hmm. like a a gong or something, a sound that would just chime every now and again that will remind me, okay, come back to come center. Back. Okay. If, you, if you've drifted off, come back. And then eventually you'll notice you won't drift off as much. Right. You'll just mm-hmm. learn how to have a steady breath or whatever it is that you're bringing your attention to. It could be your heartbeat. It could be, you know, you doing like this with your fingers. It could be anything, but as long as you're bringing your attention to whatever that thing is, that is meditation. It doesn't have to be just you sitting there and hoping for the best. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> it is, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not that deep. And whether it be five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever you got, whatever you got to give is, is good enough. Um, and something is better than nothing. Right. And that's how I, how I approach it. And I feel like the biggest thing for me, you know, especially with that, has been trying to, I guess, relearn discipline within mm-hmm. all of it too, because I have to train myself to set aside time to, like, okay, you know what? Let's. Bring back for a minute, take a pause. Um, And, you know, and and like we were talking about balance earlier, that's not necessarily the easiest thing for me Mm -hmm. just because 
the more you do it, the better, you know, you get at it. I know a lot of people say it takes 30 days to, you know, to, um, Form to a develop a, a new mm -hmm. habit or whatever. Um, so I think the biggest thing for me, you know, within all of this has just been trying to be graceful with myself at the same time, mm -hmm. but also kind of enforcing that discipline. Like whether that's me setting alarms and saying, okay, you know what, now it's time to take a break. Now's the time, you know, you can try to meditate mm -hmm. or, you know, any, you know, whatever that looks like for me. Um, so that's also the, just the biggest thing I've had to, to learn throughout this journey myself as well. Yeah. Um, I think, like you said, just as long as you come back to it, I think yeah. that people, we've been taught one that if you don't fully commit, then you're not committed. And I don't think, I don't believe that to be true. Um, like you shouldn't have to feel forced or, you know, like you're going to get, you, you're not going to get a grade because of it. Right. Like, like your life, your life depends on it in a way, but it's not like, oh, if I don't do this, yeah. like detriment yeah. is going to happen for me. Like, it's like, no, like just learn to take it easy. Like you, you deal with enough things in your life that are hard. So like right. a, allow your self care practices, allow the things that bring you ease and bring you joy, allow them to be that. Um, and again, just get out of this mindset that it has to be performative. Like, this is yeah. for this is for you and mm -hmm. you only. Like you don't get a gold star if you meditate for forty five minutes. I mean, you might get some type of download or clarity, but at the end of the day, that's not something you can wave into somebody's face mm -hmm. and saying like, "Here, here goes my my meditation certification." Mm -hmm. Like, right? It doesn't. It just because it doesn't aid you in that, that doesn't mean it is not important and effective. Right. And yeah. it's not effective. I like, agree with that because sometimes you. You know, it becomes performative because you want others to believe that you're good. Mm -hmm. But people are going to notice that, you know, something right. You're, yeah, like, and people are going to notice if you are okay. You know, mm -hmm. people are going to notice if you're doing the inner work and actually, like, taking the time to, you know, meditate or, you know, go for a walk just to take care of your mental health and well being. Yeah, people are going to see be that. At, and you'll be at ease. Mm -hmm. You won't, your whole energy will change. Mm -hmm. You'll notice that it's easier for you to, to go into self-care practices. Mm -hmm. You'll actually enjoy spending time alone. You'll actually enjoy silence. Mm -hmm. You'll enjoy uh, leisure. It yeah. won't be like, oh, I have to... You feel like you have to do I something. I have to schedule my right. time to do... It'll just naturally come to you because then you'll just enjoy it with time. But, of course, it feels hard when you first begin anything because it's foreign to you. You don't yeah. know. You're not used you to understand. it. You're not used to it. And so you have to give yourself grace in that aspect. But I just feel personally, as long as you just keep trying to come back to it. Um, I don't believe in the word try. I just, I just say it's do or you don't do. Right. So as long as you keep doing it and you're putting forth an effort to do it, It'll serve you in some capacity, and again, something and then, is better than nothing. Yeah. And then I think yeah. eventually you would be able to practice that within your daily life. Like yes. you would be able mm -hmm. to go to work, and the minute something, you know, annoys you, you go back. Off. You know, you come back. Yeah, you mm -hmm. go back to your center. Like, you bring, I think, bring your practice into your mm -hmm. everyday life. Yeah, I would love to like be able to do that. Like have that as a goal. I mean, I practice it too. But working from home, and that's another thing. Like working from home, you're. Your office is your house. Your mm -hmm. safe space is your house. So you feel invaded. So, like. yeah, I feel like this is my personal space where, you know, I'm getting all of these energies from, you know, different clients or from managers, you know. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, well, how do I channel my energy here in my safe space, but then also keep out the energy of this work I have to do for, you know, eight, nine hours a day. Mm -hmm. um, but I think being able to, like, do, like you said, do, like, practice these behaviors and you know becoming more um I guess just aware of the things that might trigger it's you or awareness. might send you off like 
I think that that's important because it'll help you to like tap into those healing practices as you go. Yeah, it's yeah. A, it's literally an awareness, and I think that for me when I was working client facing and with you know corporate or whatever the case may be, I would make it a point to do it first thing in the morning, first mm-hmm. thing before I even before I even address anybody else. Let me address myself. myself. Mm-hmm. Let me take care of myself. And again, I wasn't perfect in doing it every single day, but I knew that I knew that if I didn't I would there was a chance that I would pop off. There was mm-hmm. a chance that it would just really be ugly here. Okay. And then I would have to be like, you know what? If we're done for the for the hour, like let me take right. my lunch break. I don't give a hell if it's ten o'clock. Like I need I need my time. <laughs> um and so I think that again, that's why it's important sometimes for us to do things in a routine matter so that your routine will eventually, like you said, it'll aid you to where you're like, okay. This is their experience. This has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. I'm maintaining my peace. I'm maintaining my energy. I'm maintaining my cool. And like I said before, in regards to the feminine energy, I'm not going to engage in combativeness because mm-hmm. I don't have to do that. You don't have to. For no. what? <laughs> like, exactly. That's And that's exactly how I feel. And I think that's why it's so important. Or I'm glad to have, you know kind of started this journey too. I think it was right around the time like the pandemic was really setting in. So I was like, okay, well, I'm home a lot. And my routine looks a lot different. Um, And, you know, even going back to like those triggers, especially with work, because I'm a workaholic and I hate, I hate being a workaholic. Um, But, you know, having to set those boundaries too within like, okay, so this is my home. This is my space. You know, this is, this is where I do my work every day. So now how am I going to respond if, I get some emails or I get calls or I'm sitting in meetings that they really take me off or, you know, so I think it's important that, you know, I've started to think about in addition to discipline, but thinking about like, okay, how are you going to take care of yourself? Even if all that is going on, like, mm-hmm. what are, what are you going to do? So that way you don't have to pop up. <laughs> you got to have boundaries. And I think that one of the misconceptions about feminine energy and divine feminine energy is that like, Oh, you just, you're so soft and delicate and you just let men do whatever they want to do. And it's just like, no, that's a feminine, that's a woman who doesn't have boundaries. Boundaries. And that's why we're afraid to embrace our feminine energy because what they've displayed or like, or even just what we've seen is just like, okay, anybody who's soft, anybody who is, um, not combative or whatever the case may be, you're, you're a pushover. You, they, they walk all over you. They, you're weak. Or if you allow a man to, to do anything for you, all of a sudden you're just like, oh, you can't do anything for yourself. And you just go into this frantic mm-hmm. um, debate about some shit that don't really matter. Um, wow. But I believe that when you enforce boundaries, mm-hmm. along with embracing your feminine energy, mm-hmm. that's when that shift happens. Because you're like, okay, I'm honoring myself. I'm going to maintain my peace. I'm going to maintain my softness. I'm going to maintain... Whatever it is that, you know, whatever aspect it is that you're trying to protect at that moment. And then you you allow people to do what they do without impacting and impeding upon what you got going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so boundaries are very, very, very important. Um, and you have to have even you have to have boundaries, whether you're a man or a woman, because, again, we all have both energies. And it's like when we don't have those boundaries and we don't put those boundaries in place, we we just we open ourselves up to other people's shit and we take on their stuff and they take on our stuff and mm-hmm. then you find that you just have it all it gets these, messy it gets messy and then you don't know your shit from theirs so right. it's like exactly how do we stay out of the mix 
Like, how do we learn how to stay out of the mix and the boundaries, beloved? Boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Right, that's <laughs> so. important. We talk about that a lot, too, because, listen, boundaries set the tone yes, for they do. a lot of stuff. Um, and I noticed that even, like, becoming more of an adult, it's so, it feels weird to say, but... Um, you know, the the more boundaries I set, the better I feel personally. Yes. Especially because it helps me even, not not necessarily set, like, expectations, but even going to the last episode, mm-hmm. setting that standard. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, well, this is the boundary I have set. You either are going to respect that or not. And if you're not or going exit. to respect that, then you can go. Um, and I think a lot of times as we become more emotionally intelligent and different things like that, those boundaries really come into play because now I'm in a space where I'm so into me that it's so easy for me to be like, okay, this, this doesn't work for me. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that you did that to me, I don't like that. So mm-hmm. maybe we need to figure out what it is that this reevaluate, reevaluate our situations. Our situations. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I think boundaries are so, 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 so important. And we preach that one here all the time mm-hmm. because it matters. Okay? okay. We, we have to set those boundaries. So, I mean, if you take anything from this episode, please baby, set some boundaries for, for yourself, yourself. Yeah. and your but, peace of mind. Exactly. Cause that, <laughs> that's what's most important, honestly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what I've got. Um, you got anything else? I don't think so. I think that we unpacked a lot there. So, no. Um, what services like do you offer? Like, would you care to share with the podcast family if they could check you out? For sure. Um, so like I mentioned on my Instagram is goddess, I mean, B G O D D E S S A M I N and the letter B. And my business page is Solaris Collective, where we host yoga events and experiences, mm-hmm. sound therapy, all of the things, all of the self-care things that we spoke mm-hmm. about and the energy work and the inner work. Um, I also am an intuitive reader. So if you would like to book before October, because the books are closed um, <laughs> after that, if you would like to book your readings, please do feel free to book your readings, um, Divine Feminine Consultations. If you want to talk more about your own personal journey with your divine feminine energy i am here to support you in that um anything else oh i have a goddess awakening immersive coming up in october october 3rd where yeah it's going to be four weeks of awakening the goddess in you which is really just means um, i need to be there acknowledging your divine feminine energy so we will unlock you know information in regards to your own personal birth chart Oh, wow. Where it might, you know, your feminine energy might dwell and you can have better understanding of who you are in that aspect. Um, sensual um, sensual uh, yoga, where I'll be hosting that um, just to get more in touch with your body because, again, this is your physical vessel. Um, it'll be crystal healing, sound healing, and all of the other, you know, good things that come with the community. So you'll have yeah. other women there who are also on their divine feminine journey to support you in that aspect. And you'll come out of it uh, a better woman, hopefully, yeah. if you do your yes. work. Yeah. <laughs> if you do, do your work. work. Do it. You got to do the work. You have okay. To do, your work. okay. <laughs> do it. Um, but no, love, love that. Uh, this combo has been great. Yeah. Um, I give you your flowers. You know, I tell you that Thank all the time. You. You're so um, sweet. It's my girl right here. Um, <laughs> deep. You know, um, and I just appreciate everything that you do and all the information that you provide. My, if you, I'm telling you, the readings, baby. I know. I'm about to book one. Baby. I literally said that before. Baby, October, you better get in where you fit in, but mm-hmm. save a spot for me. I just know that. <laughs> that's all I need to know. Um, but no, thank you. Thank you so much for You're joining us. You're most welcome. Thank you for having um, me. This has been a great combo. Um, so we're just going to wrap this one up, guys. Don't forget to send us your advice questions. Mm-hmm. Um, we will gladly, you know, 
read you before we read everything else, Joe. Um, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> uh, you can send us the podcast page at Girl Look Podcast, or you can send us send them to us individually. Me at Hey Love Ash. And me at Elise Lachey underscore. You know, we'll keep you anonymous if that's what you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. If you haven't already, share this podcast with somebody that yes. you know. Bless somebody yes. else. You got to be a blessing to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. Um, right? <laughs> um, and thank you so much for listening. Yeah. See y'all next time. Bye. Bye.